Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You're listening to CNN Town Halls and Debates, your direct source to the people shaping your world. It's a forum for you to get answers to the tough questions and better understand the issues that matter to you. We're bringing this episode to you uncut and unfiltered, straight from the national stage. And it all starts right here, right now, on CNN. Good evening. Welcome to our viewers. Welcome to an historic Democratic presidential town hall dedicated to equality in America. I'm Chris Cuomo. 50 years ago, riots erupted at the Stonewall Inn in New York City. That uprising is the cornerstone of this fight for equality in America. But the community isn't done fighting. Tonight, in partnership with the Human Rights Campaign, members from the LGBTQ community and their allies from across the country are able to ask the presidential candidates questions. Joining me right now is Senator Elizabeth Warren. Let's welcome the senator. tonight. <laughs> all right, yes. So let's get right to it. And we'll okay. get to the first question. All right. Bill Moore, business owner from Dallas, Texas, his late husband, Donald Zarda's claim that he was fired from his job after he came out to a customer is now the basis for one of the three cases argued in front of the Supreme Court this week on LGBTQ employment discrimination. Bill, we're sorry for your loss, but thank you for being with us tonight. What's your question? First of all, thank you, Senator Warren, for your hard work and dedication for all of us Americans. And, and, and Chris, thank you for being part of the, the media that has maintained integrity and honesty. Thank you. Um, so I was, a, I was a plaintiff for one of the LGBT d- discrimination cases that was heard by the Supreme Court on Tuesday. Uh-huh. On behalf of myself, Gerald Bostock, Amy Stevens, and Melissa Zarda, the other plaintiffs, my question is this. What will you do to ensure that the Senate passes the Equality Act and that has recently passed the House that will ensure protection for all areas of LGBT plus discrimination? Oh, it's a wonderful question, and I appreciate your asking. Um, I am sorry for your loss, and I'm grateful to you for not just letting it pass, but for telling your story and taking it all the way through the court system. It's important. We make change when we speak up. And for everyone else, it's always so important to remember, sometimes it's really hard to speak up. You actually have to 
get out there and subject yourself to a lot of different things that can be really tough going on. So I just want to say a very special thank you to you for being all the way in this. I appreciate it. So for me, look, we've got the Supreme Court. We know the case is resting in the Supreme Court. But we all have to remember about this case. Supreme Court rules as it should that LGBTQ people are protected under current law, we're done. We've got it. We, we are fully protected. If not, then we need to pass the Equality Act. We need to get it through Congress. But the way I see this is you ask the right question. How are you going to get it through Congress? We get it through the House because we've got a majority in the House. And all it takes in the House is a simple majority to get it done. What it's going to take in the Senate, I'm just going to be blunt. We've got to have some more Democrats in the Senate. <laughs> I say that for two reasons, partly because the Democratic Party has made it clear. This is an issue. This is a priority for us. We believe that equal means equal everywhere. I also say it because I want our Republican friends to hear that in the United States Senate. I want them to know that people vote based on LGBTQ issues. So I'm willing to continue to push Mitch McConnell right now, but my number one goal is to make sure he is not the majority leader come January 2021. And then just one more thing because I think it's really important. If you want to get something done in the United States Senate that is important and that you've got a vocal minority that's opposed to it, it's time to roll back the filibuster. They can't have a veto. So I'm in this fight. You ready for another question? You bet. All right. Morgan Cox, real estate investment firm in Dallas, Texas. He is the chair of the Human Rights Campaign Board of Directors. Morgan, thank you. Chris, thank you so much. Hi, Senator. Thank you for being here. Uh, Let's say you're on the campaign trail and you're approached. You Uh, have been, yes. Uh (laughs) And a a supporter approaches you and says, Senator, I'm old-fashioned and my faith teaches me that marriage is between one man and one woman. What is your response? Well, I'm going to assume it's a guy who said that. And I'm going to say, then just marry one woman. (laughs) I'm cool with that. Assuming you can find one. Let me ask you a follow on that. A um, follow-up. Joy kill. All right. <laughs> What's your follow-up, That's Chris? the job. That's okay. the job. Yeah, okay. Um, you grew up conservative in a conservative household. Uh-huh. You were Republican by party for many years. Yeah. Was there ever a time that you felt differently about this issue in particular, about same-sex marriage? No, I don't think so. I actually don't remember it. I mean... It may have been the case. I don't, you know, I don't have notes from when I was a little kid. But, but I don't. And that's part of it. 
I mean, to me, it's about what I learned in the church I grew up in. First song I ever remember singing is, they are yellow, black, and white. They are precious in his sight. Jesus loves all the children of the world. And to me... Can you sing it again? You bet. (laughs) Uh, You want to harmonize with me on this? (laughs) But, But to me, that is the heart of it. That was the basis of the faith that I grew up in. And it truly is about the preciousness of each and every life. It is about the worth of every human being. And that I saw this as a matter of faith and saw there are a lot of different people who do a lot of different things, um, who look different from each other, who sound different from each other, who form different kind of families. And I, I know that back in Oklahoma in those days, there weren't many people who were out. But the way I grew up, it was just gradual. It was the two ladies who lived together. And it was just a part of what we understood in the area that I grew up. And the hatefulness, frankly, always really shocked me, especially for people of faith. Because I think the whole foundation is the worth of every single human being. And I get people may make decisions for themselves that are different than the decisions other people make, but by golly, those are decisions about you. They are not decisions that tell other people what they can and cannot do. Let's get a question that goes to the hard reality for people in this community. Matthew Rose joins us. He's Director of Policy and Advocacy for Health Gap. It's an HIV advocacy organization. What's your question, Matthew? Hi, Matthew. Hi, hi, Senator. Uh, the AIDS pandemic disproportionately affects gay men and trans women around the world. Yes. Long-standing pandemics of TB and malaria and the devast- devastating impacts of climate change have exacerbated these disparities. Mm-hmm. We could defeat these threats, but we keep getting off track because of broken promises. In your plan that you dropped today, you mentioned robust funding for global AIDS. Yes. But you, this is not happening now. Would you commit to calling for bolder funding increases and actions that we need to take to end the AIDS pandemic and end future pandemics? Yes. <laughs> yes, and I really do mean it. Yes, this is what we should be doing around the world. Can I put a little muscle behind that? And talk about, for example, uh, aid prevention drugs uh, that right now are under patent, that are expensive, uh, and that are not available to much of the rest of the world. Here's what I promise. In my first year as president, I love saying that, uh, (laughs) I will do do what a president can do all by herself. And one of the pieces I'm going to get out there and keep fighting for is I want to see us bring down the cost. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, host of the Chasing Life podcast. In honor of our 10th season, we want to hear from you. Leave us a message at 470-396-0832 and tell us how you chase life. It could be used on an upcoming episode.